All right, Sam. I think we got a new name for the podcast. We do? Okay. Yeah, yeah so I was, I was thinking about it a lot. And, um, you know, we, we, we don't really have a theme here. We're just going to spitball some sports, some other shenanigans. Yeah, very true. So they're throwing around. I'm sticking you. Know, we're we're going to call this podcast No Theme Required. I like that. Okay. At least for now. NTR for short. NTR. All right. <laughs> Let the folks know on Spotify then. Yeah, so th- th- this will be the uh, first episode that I actually hope to post. Um, it's technically episode three. Mm-hmm. Now that we got yep. the, the RSS up, uh, yeah, you know, hopefully th- this one will go well. Things are, are moving in the right direction. Actually, my put friend. it on Spotify and you know maybe track some analytics. Yes, <laughs> let's see the viewership. Yeah, I think it's going to be like two. To start. <laughs> it's you better than none. And myself, <laughs> maybe I'll ask my girlfriend to start watching it. Hey, so there we go. Play it in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. know how to actually listen to us. Just, <laughs> Just have a click. Some kind of analytic. Right, right, right. Higher up on the charts somewhere. Uh huh. Anywho, one day. So NFL football Sunday last week, week two. <clears throat> I think I gotta start off with the obligatory Dallas Cowboys talk. Sure. Every sports show talks about Dallas Cowboys. America's team. They are America's team. They also have to be my, my favorite football team. <laughs> For how how many years ha- has that been since you were a a young boy? Yeah. Yeah. I've been a Cowboys fan. So I remember one of the first football games I ever saw as a kid. It was actually uh, Cowboys Steelers in the Super Bowl. I forgot which number. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I just remember seeing the shiny star in their helmet, and I was like, I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah. And, you know, they won the game. I was definitely cheering for the winning team. So I guess if, if, if Pittsburgh <laughs> was winning that game, then maybe maybe would be a Steelers fan. Oh, no. Nah. Fuck that. Um, either way, though, man, Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty solid after. Mm-hmm. Last week's win over the Bengals. They are. Gave it a bit of a scare. They really Rush. turned it around Cooper after Rush week looks one. Like quarterback. And mm-hmm. um, I was actually I was saying last week uh, when he came in late in the game, two minute drill. I mean, he started running things right away. Uh huh. Looked very comfortable out there. How you did? I'd say um, he started commanding, giving out audibles, hand signals, etc. Right. So he looked really comfortable out there. Looking like and the it, chief. This week yeah. on the first drive, he marched right down the field, scored. They did. I was dude. Like, okay, this is gonna be. Good game. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. And then, got to talk about Michael Parsons, too. That man is a defensive wizard. Yeah, he's a sack machine. Uh-huh. Um, I noticed that they, they lined him up on the outside a lot. He's so versatile. He just, yeah. I mean, super effective pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to impact the game on defense basically every play. Yeah. But he's, he's also an all-pro outside linebacker as well. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to see where Dan Quinn is going to put him in the, in the defensive schemes. I am too. Uh, in, in the weeks to come. But mm-hmm. dude, this is really going to affect their playoff chances. I, I think it's like only 37% of the team that start 0-2 make the playoffs. And I think it's about like 64. Give or take uh, two-thirds of the teams that start sure. 2-0 make the playoffs. Okay. Um, so it's it's... Going one on one instead of zero two is definitely huge. Yes. Not only for the morale, but also the, the, their playoff potential. Mm-hmm. Very true. And the Bengals been off to a rough start. Zero and two. Yeah. AFC champions. Yeah. I was expecting a, a bit more from from Joe Burrow and just watching that offensive line through the past two weeks. They yeah. they can't block. No, they, they can't. They can't get hats on Scrambling. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Scrambling everywhere. And he's got weapons too. I mean, like mm-hmm. his third receiver, I believe, is what Tyler Boyd. Right, because I mean, then he's two a, is T. Higgins, one is Jamar Chase. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, if option number three is a guy that's going to get you seven to 900 yards a season still, uh-huh. 
it's not a bad options, man. He's like, it, it really isn't, dude. To protect for him. Yeah. And the Bengals should get right back on track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not panicking, though, if I'm a Bengals fan yet. It's 0 2. The great Aaron Rodgers said. Yes. Relax. <laughs> now, quick rewind. Speaking of 0 and 2, yeah. Remember that season when the Bengals started off, I believe 0 and 14 or 0 and 15, and there was a fan from Cincinnati who lived on on his roof until the Bengals actually won a game, and I believe that was just after Thanksgiving. Uh, I want to say. How many weeks was he on his roof for then? Uh, probably close to 14. Holy shit. Just lived on his roof. His his wife gave him dinner for Thanksgiving, and of of course the other on nights. The but right, what right. Kind of house was he living in? Because <laughs> that's gonna make a difference, you know. On yes. How convenient is it? Uh huh. Very true. Well, he's living in a condo. So yeah. He's like on the top floor. Yes. <laughs> right. I want to say that was the year right before they drafted Joe Burrow. So it must have been 2018, 2019. Okay. Because then, of of course, they they nabbed him with that number one overall pick. Yeah, I'd say it's paid off already. Oh, without the doubt. I yeah. Mean, how far do you have to go in the playoffs to be considered a successful first overall pick? Like, do you think if like if, if this is as far as Joe Burrow's career got, mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. think that's still a successful pick? I if, I, if he I never, think so. yeah. Let's say he never gets to the Super Bowl again. Right. Is that still like worth it? I think he's he's brought the Bengals back to relevance. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Over the past two, two years, he's transformed the makeup of that team, and they've kind of transcended sports. Yeah. And just in terms of trying to make a name for for themselves once again, because it's been so long. I mean, back in the days of Carson Palmer and Chad Ochocinco. Andy Dalton. Yes, yes. And, and Andy. Ten years, I think, or eight, eight it's, ten years. It's been a long time. It was a decade regardless. ago there yeah. for the Red Rocket. Right. Very true. Very well, I true. I think even... If this is as far as Joe Burrow gets, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be a disappointing career if he never makes it back, but True. chances are that like he doesn't make it back. There, there are very few teams that, um, or I should say quarterbacks, that have right. made it to multiple Super Bowls, let alone one. Mm-hmm. You know? So like it, it would be a disappointing career for sure, but I still say he's going to go down as a, a Bengal great, even just for, for this run. I think that's unless a great... there's like an epic collapse, like, like a sure, like a Mark Sanchez size collapse. <laughs> but no offense, Mark. No offense, Mark. His first three years were magical, man. I was they really man. were, dude. Beat Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and then you lost to Ben Roethlisberger, man. That's three, <laughs> honestly, three first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks yes. right there. Yes, and, and no like doubt. Big Ben, yeah, he's gonna be first ballot. He's got two rings. Right. You know. Right. Two rings and and um, I, I, don't, I don't know where he sits on the all-time passing yards, but he's got to be top ten for sure, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of the the Hall of Fame, um, did you read the report that named uh, the future uh, first ballot, or sorry, first time Hall of Famers? So I think it was Joe Thomas and Dwight Freeney, um, yeah, Darrell Revis. Yeah, Pat Mack. Yeah, he's nominated. Uh huh. I hope he gets on there. That'd be amazing, yeah, dude. Shout out to the special team with Pat. Yes, I also think Shane Leckler, the the punter with. The Raiders oh, back in the day. He's he's Leclerc. he's also on that list. Okay. Yeah, dude. He's been involved in a fake punter too. Yes, no doubt, no doubt. Oh uh, yeah, back to the Ben Roethlisberger, seventh all time, mm-hmm. sixty thousand eight hundred thirty-one wow. passing yards. Drew Brees, still the the lone leader with just over eighty thousand passing yards. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like locked in mm-hmm. that he he's gonna be a 
Yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback. No doubt. No doubt. All right, let's let's talk hot teams here. Um, one of the matchups, actually probably the matchup I'm most excited to watch this weekend is going to be the Bills and Dolphins. Both teams are 2-0 right now. Red hot quarterbacks, both of them, Tua and Josh. Absolutely looking magical. Um, but I think, obviously, the, the Bills have the edge in this game. Their defense has been unparalleled the, the past two weeks, whereas the, the Dolphins' D, you know, gave up 30-plus points to the Ravens last week, uh, despite winning, but still, I mean, their defense is, is no match for, for Josh Allen. I think the, the Bills are, are going to come out on top in this game, but I, but it's going to be a really interesting matchup to see who can own that AFC East. Yeah, it's been a long time since it's been Bills, Dolphins. Right? <laughs> Imagine the last time you, you said that. It's... I mean, it's been pre-Tom Brady. Yes, yes. So no doubt, dude. Early 90s. Yeah. Dan Marino, Jim Kelly. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, Shit, dude. I was, I was barely alive for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, line on the game is minus six. Minus but, six. Yeah, Bills minus six. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, Bills minus six in Miami. Okay. If I got if I got to pick a matchup right now to cover, mm-hmm. you know what? Um, mm, fuck. I'm gonna take Dolphins plus six points at home. I'm yeah. just thinking conference game. Okay. Dolphins are riding a hot streak. Mm-hmm. Over, they certainly are. Over under is fifty two. I take the over as well. Oh, definitely. I, I think it'd be fun to see a high scoring matchup. Yeah. One o'clock game too. It's probably me. Ooh. Yeah. All, All right. right. Very good. Any any fantasy going on that? Oh, huge implications. I got two on, on one yep. team. Yep. Okay. How do teams do this week? Fantastic. Um, I I eked out a win in week two because of Josh Allen because yeah. I was I was down twenty seven points going into the Monday night and Josh Allen scored me twenty nine. He was my final player to go. I won just by two points and so I'm I believe I'm one of the last three teams in my league right now to be undefeated. Okay. The other teams are either one and one or zero oh and two. So yeah, two and zero oh as well in both leagues. Very good. Yeah, I uh, squeaked one out. Um, Josh Allen had a big game, but he couldn't complete the comeback in one matchup. Uh-huh. Um, and then the second one, I actually got pretty lucky. Yeah. Uh, I actually left like almost eighty points on my bench. I had Kirk Cooper uh, oh. and uh, Bateman uh-huh. on my bench, and they both had. I mean, Kirk had twenty eight, Cooper had like twenty, Bateman had been on twenty. Um, but it helped me out a lot. Yes. He had Trey Lance at QB one, so he had two and a half points. He got hurt in the third play of the game, uh-huh. or whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh, he had Kirk Cousins at QB two, so I think all together you have like eleven points. Total oh, that's terrible, dude. That's terrible. I I feel your pain though, because I had Rex Burkhead and Rashad Penny starting at that RB two and flex spot, yeah. and <clears throat> they combined for three point six points in yeah. in my league, which yeah. does not or does half. PPR, so it's 0.5 points for a catch, but still. Nice, okay. Round picks, too. Yeah. Actually, quick shout out to my girlfriend, Jordan. She actually helped the draft. <laughs> Let's go, Jordan. I was caddying a six and a half hour round at Chambers Bay. Wow. The amateur players tour. Oi, six and a half hours. It was brutal. Now, in that, are, are you paid by the hour? No. No, you're not. So I'm paid. It's a hundred oh, bucks guaranteed for the dude. bag. And then any gratuity on top. Is always appreciated. Yeah, sure. So I, I will say on the second day, you know, I was taken care of by uh-huh. both people. Good. You know, so it was worth the time. Yeah. But let me tell you, man. Like, if it's a two foot putt, don't 
grind over it. <laughs> right. Especially if you're not playing for many millions of dollars. Uh huh. Just uh-huh. put the goddamn ball. Yeah, it's two feet, dude. I just put the goddamn ball. Right. <laughs> Hit the ball! <laughs> Jeez, man. Did that happen on more than one occasion uh, it, it was in a your lot. cutting it was experience? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the best part is, is that they'll be like, "Hardy, what's the line?" What do you got? <laughs> I'm just like, "Put it in the fucking cup, man." <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And I was like, uh, "I'm not a very good golfer, you know, like a solid 14 handicap. So like, I'll, I'll break, I'll break 90 mm-hmm. on a good day, you know, uh, sure. on a really good day. Like I'm shooting low 80s." Yeah. You know, uh, wow. average day, you know, right around 90, like 90, mm-hmm. 92, depending mm-hmm. on the course. Um, haven't played Chambers Bay yet. Catting there for a whole season. I haven't played it yet. I'm actually looking forward to that shit, though. But that's yes. going to be a good time. Yes. I, I mean, you've been scouting the the greens in the the bunkers now for so many months. You you have that edge to I them. I know it's a rain. Go, I know it's a rain. Go make things happen. <laughs> yes. That's that's fantastic. So speaking of Trey Lance, just a, a bit ago, you're yes. Sorry, before my outbreak. Out nah, you're fine. You're you're rest in peace, fantasy quarterback for the moment. Although Not I, mine. It was, I, it was uh, the guy I was playing. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was chilling. I won. Aha. I only got two and a half points. <laughs> Same I would here. Never draft Trey Lance in fantasy. Yeah. Right? Not yeah. with Jimmy G in the back seat. Right. Right. Speaking of Jimmy G spot, I think the Niners are going to go a long way now. I do too. I really think he he opens a lot of doors for them. I mean, in the the vertical passing game, you just didn't really see it's much. Not only of that, but he's he's a lines. proven guy. And that too, still too. Uh huh. I mean, again, I don't have sources inside, but I'm gonna say that it's pretty likely if he signed again, the guys would probably like him. And you know, mm-hmm. he's already brought him the Super Bowl. He's brought him. He was yeah. one game away last year, losing to the eventual champion of the Rams. Right. Right. So, right. I mean, they're they're one step away. From going back to Super Bowl again. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, I think the Niners are in a great spot. Do you think they might have been a, a bit premature in drafting Trey Lance if they already had Jimmy G? Yes and no. Yeah. I think it's important to always have a good backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, this scenario right now is big support for that. Sure. You know, um, it's 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 imperative to have the quarterback position solidified. I mean, QB one and QB two. Even if you got to pay QB two a little bit extra money, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Teddy Bridgewater when he stepped in for, uh, what was it, Drew Brees went five right. and zero. Uh huh. Right. I mean, five and zero for a bad quarterback is well above expectation. Yes. No I mean, doubt. you're basically hoping that you don't go zero and five. Right. Right. You don't go one and four. Just in, just in trying to maintain. Or you even go two and three. Right. Okay. So you're one game below five hundred with your bad quarterback in. That's not the worst case scenario. Right. Not, like by no means. It's five and zero. Yeah, I would take that for, you know, twenty million dollars a year still to have that, mm-hmm. and, with, and that's a nice chunk, chunk of money. But but now you got what guys making upwards of sixty million dollars a year at the quarterback right. position. It's it's insane. Yeah, God, it's insane. But, I think eventually the NFL though should um, just make a quarterback cap, and yeah. and I know that, that that they can finagle it with um, the way that they essentially give the money out, right? So if it's like a guaranteed signing bonus. You know, um, I th- I believe it doesn't count against team cap, mm-hmm. but uh, anything else, it's not uh, like basically a signing bonus. Like will count count against the cap. Okay. So because the quarterback position is going to be so valued eventually, I mean, you're going to have a hundred million dollar quarterback eventually a year. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like, whether it's two years or three years from now, I would say before twenty twenty eight. So I'll give it six years. You're going to have a hundred million dollar quarterback. Yes. It's going to be somebody. Yes. Right. 
I mean, we're, we're already, what, at 67 or 63 with Deshaun? Uh-huh. A- and how much is Lamar going to get? Oof. I've, I have no idea. It's not, not going to be 100, but I wouldn't but, be surprised if it's, you know, 83? Sure. 82? Per year. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. What do you even do with that money, dude? I don't know. First thing, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that, actually. I think the first thing I would do, which everyone says not to do when you get a lot of money, is buy a car. Yeah. Like, buy 100 million fucking dollars. Like, I'm going to buy a car <laughs> and not sweat it. Yes. You know? After yes. taxes, sure, cut it in half. Let's, uh-huh. be, let's, let's be generous with our with our taxes here. Let's cut it in half. Okay, I still got $50 million. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to buy a car. <laughs> not like a $2 million car, but like, you know, 250 k car. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Definitely. Second thing, definitely going to buy a house or mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I can buy $2 million houses and be just fine. <laughs> and I'll buy them in cash. Have so much in in reserve. You're yeah, sad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then honestly, you throw some investments out there, like build a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts somewhere in New England. Uh, they're gonna be just fine. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah. that. So speaking of of the most well paid quarterbacks in the league, um, Josh Allen has to be high on that list. And uh, do you think the Bills right now are the best team in the NFL, or do you think? So some other team might might be neck and neck with them. Um, what's what's your take on that? Yeah, after watching this week of football, you you have to go with the Bills being the best team. Sure. Um, I mean they dominated both games. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna go out and say they're gonna be Super Bowl champions. I mean there's getting a lot of football left. Uh, you can't count the Chiefs out. I mean they still got they still got Mahomes down there. Uh huh. Um, but outside of Bills Chiefs right now, yeah, they're they're definitely the one two top in in, sure. in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Now Dolphins will we'll see what they're made of this week coming up. Um, you know you, you can't count the Chargers out with Justin Herbert. They got a high flying offense. They sure do. But I say hands down, yeah, right now it's it's Bills one and then Chiefs you know one B. Mm-hmm. They're either mm-hmm. right behind them or gonna match up neck and neck. Right. What do you think? Oh, I think those those two in the AFC will ultimately fight for the championship um, to determine who goes to the Super Bowl. But uh, in in terms of the NFC, Eagles are just absolutely head and sh- shoulders above everyone else. At least in the NFC East, um, those those Giants, I mean, they're they're two zero as well. It's it's wild to to see that. Yeah, I. I've... I said in the first episode, again, we didn't post it, but I despise the Philadelphia sports franchises. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the Phillies, because it's the Phillies. Uh, but the Eagles, seriously, dude, fuck the Eagles. <laughs> and it pains me to say, but damn, they look good. Yes. They look really good. They they do. Um, they do. Jalen Hurts, real freaking deal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm excited, though, for the matchup next week, because they go and play the Commanders, so Carson Wentz gets his shot at them. Okay. Um, the Washington football team, aka the Commanders. Yes. They should have kept the football team name. Um, I think so. I mean, the the Commanders is, is a bit is a bit much. Yeah. It's just <sighs> the Washington football team. I mean, so this is the reason why they changed it again, uh-huh. so they could sell that much more merchandise. Sure. Sure. Right, because they went Redskins. So they got all that merchandise out. Mm-hmm. Kept the same color scheme. They went the Washington football team. All that merchandise pushed out. Right, that's a billion dollars again. Yeah. And then they pushed out the Commanders. So a slightly different W. Slightly different. Same color scheme, though. 
which mm-hmm. is brilliant. Like, why would you change your color scheme? Right. And now they got a brand new name logo on it. So yeah, they're making mint money off of that, man. Yeah, they are. Mint, mint. They money. are. Uh, <laughs> no doubt, dude. Yeah. So back to the Eagles, Commanders. It's definitely going to be the Eagles dub. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I personally think, like you said, they are going to be the class, the NFC East. Right. You know, always hopeful with Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they beat them twice last year. So hopefully they, uh, you know, if they close that gap, we'll find out in the first matchup. Um, hopefully that gap hasn't gotten too far favoring the Eagles then. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, everything can be about the same. Um, Michael Gallup should be back. Obviously, there's going to be no Amari Cooper anymore and, and um, you know, no Dak. But to be quite frank, you know, I haven't been the biggest Dak fan this entire time. I mean, uh, granted, he's put up insane numbers, incredible numbers. Especially last year. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean... A lot of numbers come when it's all you can do is pass, like late fourth quarter, fluff, fluff, like fluff time, right? Essentially, right. I mean, he's he's made some great plays. He's he has some clutch moments. You know, he, he's won a playoff game. Congrats to that. Sure. Uh, but overall, like Dak, you gotta show me more, man. Yeah, and he's he's been in Dallas for what uh, six, six years now. Something like seven. Seven. Okay. Seven years. Wow. Yeah, it's. it's I do hearken back to the days of when he and Zeke were both rooks and just tearing it up, dude. Back in the day. I want to say that was 2015, 2016, um, when they both came into the league and just smacked up the the competition that first yeah, year. So he was drafted in 2016. 2016, gotcha. So you're, right, you're right, six years. Uh-huh. Okay. Six years. All right. Yeah, yeah that, that was the year that Romo got hurt, mm-hmm. right, in like week three, and then Dak... Yep. Helped bring them to the playoffs. Granted, they had an amazing offensive line. Yeah. Uh, Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick, uh, Marco Colombo. Oh, let's um, go, dude. Actually, no. Digging back into the I archives. Think, I think he was gone at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was not It was not him. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Marco Colombo. But, but he was a great offensive line. Yes. Agreed, dude. Agreed. Um, I want to change gears just okay. a sec here. Uh, just for a bit. And bring up something that has um, kind of uh, disgusted me in the past week, and that's uh, the owner of the Suns and Mercury, Robert Server. Oh, we're going that way. Yeah, yeah. Kyle just Scherf. to change course. Damn. Uh, this got deep. It it did get deep, but I just no theme required. No theme required, indeed. All right, say your piece there. Um, Robert, why, why? I mean, you. You really harassed so many people in that organization, and for for what reason? I just um, I cannot applaud you for for anything that you did. Obviously, and um, the the NBA is so right to fine you ten million and force you to sell the team. Um, so most of the story, what happened? Because I honestly, yeah, I saw the headlines, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it really happened. I so, didn't read anything about it. There was a 43-page lawsuit filed against him. 43 pages of explicit comments that he made to employees in in the organization, and he was particularly um, misogynistic and just okay. so anti-female. It was yeah. it was awful. And then I mean, was there was the, owned? Owned the, Suns and... the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury. So, oh, so the, the WNBA. The WNBA. Okay. Yep, yep. So he's who was the Clippers guy? Oh, Donald Sterling. Yeah, so oh my story, God, though, dude. No, no, no. His story is kind of this is kind of funny. All right, so like you know, it's funny in, in hindsight. All right, not trying to be racist. Okay, I'm minority <laughs> myself. 
<laughs> but basically, he said he, he told like his 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 wife or girlfriend or whatever that was much younger than him. Oh yes. He was like, you can sleep with whoever you want. Just don't take pictures. <laughs> can you imagine saying that to your significant other? Wow. Well, when you're worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm rephrase this. He's like, you can cheat, mm-hmm. but don't take pictures. <laughs> now, keep race out of it, and that sounds like a pretty good deal. It really does. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> That's funny. So was it that bad that he had to sell his team, though? Or, or it was. He was forced to sell it. Mm-hmm. Forced to sell his team. I mean, granted, I think he still walked out with a cool billion dollars plus or something like that for the Clippers. No well. doubt. And when you but, compare the situations... Yeah, I one think is not as bad as the other. That is very true. They're they they are on kind of the same spectrum, but still far apart so enough so, from uh, each other that. So it's the Phoenix guy only got a one year suspension too, right? It wasn't even true. He wasn't true. forced to sell his team. He's deciding to sell his team. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like he's he's trying to go into arbitration. I, I know in order to sell an asset that big, I mean, there's a lot of legal work to go. Right. Through. Like a lot. No doubt. Mm-hmm. A lot of legal work. So this whole process will probably take minimum, I want to say eight months Yeah, for a guy yeah. to actually go through. Yeah. But I just thought I would bring that up just because we, we uh, touched a bit on, on the NFL as our lead. I kind of wanted this to be our lead one, one B there. Okay. Um, just to bring some a- attention to that topic, but uh, switching gears again, no theme required. Let's let's talk baseball. Okay. Playoffs in two weeks yeah, right now. Really well. Teams are really starting to to heat up, um, kind of reach that peak before they descend onto the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so we we have some really really good teams at the, at the moment. I mean Dodgers, Astros. That that looks like a, a potential World Series game, right there. Um, Dodgers Astros. I mean the Astros have won it. Uh, sorry, have been the. Uh... The American League pennant team was like what six out of the last eight seasons. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and and in almost every one of those years, they definitely had over one one hundred wins. Cheating with Holden. Yeah, yeah. Verlander though looks like an ace again. Oh, he he's, he's does. Taking something. And Lance McCullers, he has I mean, to be taking something. Yeah, he's pitching take... like in his twenties again. I think he's got a better whip. He's got a better ERA. Mm-hmm. His velocity is still like ninety eight to hundred miles an hour. Wow. You think it's the K Upton effect? I do, dude. How how could it not be? <laughs> I mean that that man is going home happy every night, and I can't blame him. <laughs> okay, so you're you're a Mariners fan, correct? Yeah, dude. They, oh my God, this this, year. this is went, the year. I went to a Mariners game this year, actually. Mm-hmm. Just one. Uh-huh. I was pretty impressed by the crowd. Yeah, been to a bunch of stadiums. I will say that, grant, <clears throat> grant, they're a team in, in contention, so uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the crowd should be lively. Yes, um, but yeah, shout out to Seattle fans. Yeah, for, for, for being a good baseball crowd. Oh, thank did you. Not expect. Yeah, we've we've certainly garnered. How much it rains here? Yeah, we yes yes, and thank God for that rolling roof on the top of T-Mobile Park. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Does that roof cover the whole thing? It sure does. It becomes a dome. Yep. Yep. It becomes a dome. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, also, if you've never been to T-Mobile Park, um, they have the roof on wheels. And it's basically held up on this giant cement structure. Mm-hmm. Right? You're walking in, and you're like, holy shit, that's the roof. Right. And like, I would love to see them roll it in. You feel and, just and, dwarfed. Right. It feels like I'm watching an episode of Modern Marbles. 
but I'm actually there. I love it. That's a perfect analogy. It yeah. is. Yes. If you've never seen Modern Marvels. If you haven't seen Modern Marvels, check it out. It's on History Channel. Yeah. I spent a lot of time watching Modern Marvels. Yes, <laughs> anyway, so, so back, <laughs> back to the MLB. I love it, picture. dude. All right. If it, if it ended today, all right, you'd have um, the wildcard teams being, at least in the American League, it'd be Seattle, Toronto, and uh, Tampa Bay. Yes. With Cleveland, New York, and Houston taking the uh, uh, conferences. Mm-hmm. respectively. Right, With right. Houston being the current one seed. I mean, New York kind of gave that one away after a very big They really did, on. dude. But that's why they play 162. Uh, exactly. Any, anywho. It's a marathon. Having seen Seattle play, you know, I am I am hoping that they get, you know, decently far into mm-hmm. the playoffs. I mean, Definitely. I don't think I'd ever go to a Seattle playoff game. One, they probably, tickets would be like 500 bucks minimum. Uh, but it's always, it's always exciting to be in a town that has a team that's like in it. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely, um, dude. You know, being not native to New York by any means, right. I'm from New Jersey, but a lot, a lot of Yankees fans where I'm from, so there's always a different atmosphere. It's like you just have that, that some electricity buzz. in the air. Yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. So, hope the Mariners go. I think the Mets have a good chance so long as Scherzer and Degrom can oh. just be the one-two punch aces. Dude, they're absolutely amazing. The playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Diaz has finally picked it up as a closer and he has the most badass walkout mm-hmm. of all time. He that does. place is going to be a rockin'. Yes, uh, it is. They, they need to bring that trumpet player back. Did you see that video? I, I did not. Okay, so sometime later, yes. you have to check out uh, the Diaz walkout okay. with, with the trumpet player. Wow. Because right, right. I mean, the place is bumping. Right? <laughs> it, it, seriously, City Field. As in a live tr- mm-hmm. trumpet player. Wow, no way. Because I mean, they they typically walk out um, to their their songs on the on the loudspeaker, but you, yeah, you never this see guy is literally the artist, huh? From the bullpen, just walks out. No does way. Thing. Yeah, it I is, need to watch this. Okay, okay, it very is an cool. Awesome scene. Anyway, so when that does happen and Diaz comes out to close, again, City Field is going to be a bumping. Yes. Uh, yes, dude. So who do you think is going to win it though? If you had to pick right now. Can I get a look at the uh, yeah. playoff bracket once again, yeah, yeah. my friend? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think. Make it large for you. Oh, that's beautiful. All right, so let's let's go series by series, kind of count it down bracket style here. So Mariners, uh, Guardians. Guardians. I I had to catch myself right there and not say the Indians. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think. Thank you. I think I want to see the Mariners pull off that upset so bad, and then Rays, Jays. I'm picking Jays right there. Astros, Jays. I'm, I'm going to go Houston. And then Yankees, Mariners. The Yanks are, are just going to be too big um, for those those M's. I mean, seeing the ALCS with the Yankees and the, and, and the Astros, that would be um, two powerhouse teams squaring off the 1-2. So, I mean, I can certainly see that playing out. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about for the National League here? I'm going Mets all the way. Yeah, I like Gotta that. Ride them. Yes, Gotta yes, ride dude. Them. I mean, it's going to probably end up being a, a, a Mets Braves series. Mm-hmm. Braves are really hot right now. Mm-hmm. Dodgers yeah, always tend to choke. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, Mets all the way. I would love to see a Mets Mariners series coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. the most roast. Yes. <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay, here's here's one quick question for you. Yeah, go about the playoffs. So the Padres right now are the five seed. Do you think Juan Soto will have an impact in that game against the Braves? 
To be quite frank, I don't know too much about Juan Soto. I yeah. know he signed a big contract. Uh-huh. He's got a lot of uh-huh. money. Yeah. But I'm still going with Atlanta Braves. Okay. Okay. I like it. It's a gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the Padres are certainly going to make the playoffs this season, uh, but their chances of contending with the likes of the Braves or, or the Dodgers, Did it's just too much. Did get suspended? I have not been following the, the Padres in particular. Is there a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think anyone yeah. that I know right? follows the Padres in particular. Thank you for backing me up. All right. <laughs> I know very little off the top of my head about the San Diego Padres. Are you, oh, you're, you, but you're talking about Fernando Tatis. Thank you, yes. Yes, yes. yes. He was suspended for PEDs, right? Yeah, he was. Allegedly. Yep. He still denies it. And it's, his dad does too. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how can you not try to re- re- Remain innocent until you're yeah. guilty. Yeah. Good balance. Honestly, best of luck to you. I hope you come back to play baseball. I do too. I do too. Um, All right. So we got Aaron Judge though. Yes. He's going for 60. 60. Yeah. Okay. When when he, was the last time in MLB history a player went for 60 home runs? We, sh- we should look it up. Was it Barry Bonds? I want to say was it was probably last, Bonds. Was he the last one hit 60 home runs? Um, if I had to guess... Barry Bonds or Sammy Sosa? Uh, yeah, because Pujols there. And very few players hit 60. Yeah. Yeah, it was Barry Bonds. and Gotcha. 73 in one year. Yeah, year so you know, Jesus. still going to be... That's back in 01. Okay, and Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Those yeah, are the, like the top yeah. three for yeah. single season stats. Yeah. That's wild. One okay. behind Roger Maris. So Aaron Judge right now is at 62. 60. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. He hit his 60th last night. Right, right, right. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, actually, uh, the fan gave it back to him. Big story. Oh, very good. Yeah, I mean, dude, I would have tried to bargain for a little bit more. Yeah. Honestly, good for you for giving Aaron Judge his uh, home run ball back. Mm -hmm. But my man, you said, I think you said it for like a picture. I think everyone else got like an autographed ball. Uh, You know, a lot of clout. I'd mm-hmm. say amongst your friends. Yeah. But man, that ball would worth so much money. Yeah, it was, dude. That ball would worth so much money. Mm-hmm. And money isn't everything. No, it's not. But, but it's a lot. Yeah. Literally. Like, yeah. It's it's a it's a lot. It um, accounts for a good majority of your life. Oh, yeah. Uh, the majority, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> Don't turn this to a money and business talk. You know? Right. I'll put my MBA to use. <laughs> uh, but more home run talk. We got Pujols mm-hmm. chasing 700. Yes. Do you think he, uh, if he keeps on playing, does he have a shot at the all-time record? Let's let's see how, how close he is right now well, to I, the Magic so 7. The home run record is, what, 736 by bonds? Is that off correct? Let's see. Uh, 762. Wow. I knew there was a 6 in there. Nice work. Nice work. Yeah, 762. Um, no, he, he's not going to do it. He, he needs another three years of, yeah, of 30 home runs. Like, Gotcha. So he's at 698 right yeah, now. Yeah, he needs 763. Wow. Yeah. 763. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that would re- require from him at least. more home runs. Yeah, it's like three more years. Three or four. He's at yeah. 19 home runs right now. Yeah. I mean, he could, if he DHs somewhere. Mm-hmm. He could potentially hit twenty. Granted, he'd be batting two fifty-eight. Yeah, <laughs> if if that. It's <laughs> not terrible. No, no, it's not. It's, uh, it's really not. I mean, but 
is it like an everyday player? And how how old is the man now? I mean, he he has to be in his early. He's forty two. Forties. Yep. Okay. Okay. Eleven time All Star. Yeah, he's batting two fifty six this year. So I was pretty close. Yeah. Two fifty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kudos. That's not again not terrible. Right. Not terrible. Right. But yeah, I did, I, that's not an everyday DH on, on any. No. On any team. No. <laughs> that's a. Maybe the Orioles get him cheap. Yeah, yeah, they certainly could do. All right, so the, he could do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he will do it. Yeah. Because again, that's a lot more baseball. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because I mean, he would have to hit. What is that? Sixty-two. Sixty-five. Sixty-five home, 65 runs. more home runs. And I mean, he could accomplish that maybe over four or five. That's what I was thinking. Like it'd be like, like minimum three more seasons. Yeah. Like minimum forty-five. Right. Right. Minimum three more seasons. Yeah. No way. Yeah. It remains to be seen, but I I do hope he he gets to. 700. We'll see if he gets that by the end of the season. I mean, there's there's two weeks left. Yeah. And... and he's two more home runs? Yep. Yep. We'll be following. Yes. Stay tuned. All right. So there is this one topic I want, I want to talk about. Uh, yes, please. As we get towards the end of this, uh, this podcast here. So college football playoff is expanding. Uh-huh. It's going to be 12 teams. I, I get that this is old news, but this is a new podcast. So I got to talk about this stuff. Yes. I'm pretty excited about it. Honestly, uh, twelve teams. It's gonna make it super exciting uh, once again. And 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 just for reference, all right. If it was a twelve team playoff last year, so that so the way they're gonna do it, right? They're not gonna do it by conference winner. They're still gonna do it by where the college football playoff rating or uh-huh. or college football playoff ranking, excuse me, yeah. puts them right. So it's still gonna be the one through twelve teams. So it's not gonna be the it's not gonna be the AP poll, the coaches poll. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the CFP. Hole, right right so if, if you do this last year all right they're going to do it where the top four teams but get a bye right so then five through 12 will play each other right so if this happened last year you're going to get number five Notre Dame against Kenny Pickett and Pittsburgh that's going to be a pretty damn good game that would you're looking be. at Ohio State Utah you're looking at Baylor Michigan State and then you're looking at Ole Miss taking on Oklahoma State all right so these aren't just uh-huh. pushover games you know and um the argument against it would be, well, when you get to the next round, you know, even if the top seeds win, right, you're still looking at Ole Miss taking on Alabama, and Alabama throttled Ole Miss that year by 30 yes. points. All right, you're looking at Michigan, Baylor, that's going to make a game. Georgia, Ohio State, that could be a classic. And then, you know, Cincinnati taking on Notre Dame, which is definitely going to be quite the matchup, a fair matchup. Sure. Um, the only problem I can see them running into is that then you're running into essentially a 16-game schedule for the uh, eventual champion, uh-huh. right, which is the same as an NFL schedule. Yeah. So a way you can cure this problem is by not getting rid of the FCS game because I think that's important for FCS programs to be able to go out and make some money. Sure. All right, because, I mean, those paychecks, like, quite literally pay for the entire budget, sometimes for the entire athletic department, depending on, on what school it is. They can be monstrous right? payouts, uh, I mean, yeah. It goes a long, long way. Uh, but the way they can do it is essentially getting rid of your uh, extended non-conference schedule, uh-huh. right? So you maybe allow for one non-conference game a year, right? Play your 10-game conference schedule, okay? Um, and then that's 11 games right there. So ultimately, if you are the number one team, or, or let's say you're in the worst-case scenario, and, and you're in one of the first playoff games, you're going to add an additional uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, final, so additional three more games on your schedule, so you're uh-huh. looking at a 15 game, 
right? right? So just reduce it by one, the overall total impact, I think, long-term will be better. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah. And I mean, that, that would also really legitimize weeks two and three in college football because, I mean, what we've seen this this past year is those first three weeks are mostly blowouts. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's just so many cu- cupcake opponents for these big dogs to feast on. Yeah, and, I agree. Um, you know, agree. You, you just don't get that excitement for, for, for college football in the first three weeks. And if, if you can reduce that to just the opening week, yeah. it would have so much parity. So I th- I think this is a, a fantastic idea moving forward. My, my question to you is... Um, what what year will this take place uh, so with the 12 team playoff they're they're trying to get it done before 2026 so okay. 2024 2025 gotcha uh, I, I will say though just to finish the, this little point here um, the one thing I don't like though is that they're not taking the conference champion into consideration uh-huh. um, I feel that so there are 11 FBS conferences right right so it, it, in order to make it 100% fair so to speak, you know, I want to see the champion of the Sun Belt League go out and play, you know, potentially the champion of the Pac-12, uh-huh. right? Because that could be a damn good matchup. It really could. I mean, we, we, we've seen this week, you know, Sun Belt teams in uh, Georgia State, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 JMU, Marshall, yeah. even coming out and winning big games. Yes. Right? Uh, the champion of those leagues aren't going to be pushover teams. Now, Certainly not. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to go out and, and, and go and beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right, but they've earned the chance to go do so. Right, uh, especially for a team that goes twelve and zero mm-hmm. or keep undefeated within your given schedule. Yeah, you deserve a chance to go. No doubt. So, no doubt. So I'm you, really looking forward to this twelve team format. You think it 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 should look more like March Madness? In a way, yes. Uh-huh. But there's going to be more control overall because frankly, yes. I think the sixty four team field or sixty eight team field right is way too fucking big. It is sixty eight is way too big. Yeah. Way too many, but that can be a different... It does make for a fantastic first two days, though. Wowza. Yes, it does. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very fun. Okay, so you were telling me that um, in the Rod Laver tournament, or cup, sorry. um, So this will be Roger Federer's last go at a a title. Um, And you were telling me that he wants to play doubles with Rafael Nadal. Yeah, uh... So he said he wasn't going to play singles. I think initially he pulled out, um, and then he came back and said, I'm going to do doubles. I don't know who his doubles partner actually is, but he, he did mention that he would love to play with his longtime rival. That would be so much fun to see. Yeah, that would that would be must-watch wow. tennis. Yes, yes. I, would, I don't see that very often, but that's must-watch ten, must, uh-huh. must tennis. No doubt, dude. And I mean, they would have to be the, the favorite for I men's doubles. Uh, I think there is just some chemistry missing yeah. from not playing together that sure. they would not. I don't think they'd win even. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if they did. I mean, it would be um, for sure. Remember, remember those American twins? Uh, the Bryan brothers. Yeah, the Bryan brothers. Yeah, yeah Bryant yeah. brothers, maybe. Uh, Something along those lines. Yeah. They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like American men's doubles tennis champions. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we'll call them the B brothers because they started with a B. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I like that. They won like multiple years in a row. Like the, the 10. They certainly did, yeah. They dominated. Right, and, right. Anyway, so yeah. Raj and the Daw had, do have a potential to go out and play together. I, I would definitely watch it. So would I. If, if that were the case, yeah. Um, folks, 
thank you so much for listening to our first episode. This will be the first um, real episode that actually gets uh, uploaded. Posted, yeah. So the the third overall, but um, you know, it's it's the first to be uploaded, but certainly not the last. Hard do. It's been a blast. Yeah, yeah good times, Sam, as always. Yeah, excellent. Until next week, let's go. All right, take care. Have a good night.